Hello, everyone. Welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I'm Micah Chopley. Well, we're now into the month of June. Here we are. <clears throat> past Memorial Day weekend, past Memorial Day, into the month of June. Uh, summer's unofficially started. The official start will be in a, in a few weeks. Everyone's making plans. Airfares is through the roof. Everyone's going out, going out, going out, going away, going on planes, getting out doing things they haven't done in almost three years. And just as people are feeling a little bit better about things, right? A little bit better about things. People are starting to feel better. The weather's warmer. People are traveling. The airports are crowded. I mean, the airlines can't even handle all the flights because they don't have the staff. There are so many people who want to travel. Just as it's happening, just as we're getting into the summer of 2022, what this White House is concerned about is bringing back masks on planes. That's their concern, to stump the economy. You can only believe this is on purpose. You can only believe they want to hurt the economy on purpose. You can only hope that. You can only, you, I mean, you can only guess that, that they want to kill the economy on purpose. Maybe they want everything to collapse so they can rebuild with their new world order, with their great reset. Because they're doing everything they're doing, they're doing to hurt the economy. Not drilling for oil, not allowing that to happen, Ho- hoping gas prices go through the roof so people can't afford gas and they buy $75,000 electric cars to transition to this Green New Deal that's not going to happen anytime soon. And now just as people are traveling again, they want to bring back masks on planes so people say, oh, fuck that, I'm not going to deal with that. And, of course, the airlines will lose money and businesses will lose money because travel won't happen the summer the way it's supposed to. And, you know, the usual things will happen that have happened the last two and a half years where mass and vaccine passports killed the economy, absolutely killed the economy, killed small businesses especially. So this is what they're concerned about. Even with data clearly showing that masks don't work. Now, the New York Times, of all places, finally admitted last week that masks haven't worked. They finally said mask mandates never worked. They haven't worked. What you and I have been talking about forever, what what Ian Miller has been talking about forever, he wrote his book Unmasked about this. What we've been talking about for the last two years that got us banned and suspended on Twitter and Facebook and social media platforms. Now, finally, these major left-wing outlets like the New York Times and the Washington Post are finally admitting that masks made no difference whatsoever, that places where they had them, the cases didn't go up, cases went down in places where they didn't have them, and so on and so forth, and there was no rhyme or reason, and masks did nothing. And mask mandates especially were useless. Just as all this is happening, the White House, Biden, this old demented fool, is concerned with bringing masks back on planes. Now, some say this lawsuit... This is all the a lawsuit that was filed by the Department of Justice and the CDC against the court to overturn that ruling that took masks off planes. Some people are saying it's not really to put masks back on planes. It's just to set a precedent so they can do this whenever they want to again in the future. So the court can, in, in a way, give them their approval, their blessing, that they have the power to do this or anything else like this whenever they want to. Either way, it's, it's total bullshit. Even the way, either way, it's total bullshit, and the Supreme Court needs to finally slap them down, slap this administration down like the courts have slapped them down over and over again over the last two and a half years, like they slapped down the OSHA vaccine mandate. But once again, what you need to just think about is priorities. 
what these are the priorities of this White House. This is the, the priorities of the Biden administration. When people are suffering, when people can't afford gas, when people can't afford to gas for work, when they have to decide whether they're going to feed their families or go to work, where they have to maybe give up their job because they can't afford to get there and back. And it's not worth making their $20, $25 an hour, maybe if they're lucky, with these gas prices at six, seven, six fifty on average here in California and almost $5 on average nationwide. When people are struggling, not only are they struggling, but once again, it's, it's this perfect mix of the, they're struggling economically and at the same time, they're struggling economically People are starting to feel a little bit better about things. Now, I understand this, that, that you might see a contradiction there. Well, if people are struggling economically, how are they feeling? They're feeling better about getting back out again, okay? And they're, they're, they're using all the money they have not used possibly over the last two years, their travel money, to finally do something, okay? Or if, if they can't afford it, as I saw one guy on television say, Really can't afford it. The economy sucks. Gas prices are high. Inflation's through the roof. But you know what? We haven't traveled in three years, so we're going to do this this year. We're going to find a way to do it. So just as people are trying to find a way to do it, this White House wants to kick them in the you-know-where again. And once again, it goes to priorities. Why are these the prior- Why is this a priority? Why is this a priority now with this friggin' moron in the White House? Why? It's like they're purposely trying to lose seats in November. Not only purposely trying to destroy the economy, not only purposely trying to push for this great reset and this ridiculous Green New Deal, but also the idea that people are feeling better and they're going to make people feel worse and make them vote against them in November even more. So it's like they don't care that the economy's shit. They don't care that gas prices are through the roof. They don't care if they lose 100 seats in November, whatever it may be. It seems like they don't care. It's very nihilistic. The Democratic Party and Joe Biden in the White House is very nihilistic, it would seem. And once again, we're seeing this over and over again with this quote-unquote party of science. As science tells us over and over again, to the point where even the, the crappy left-wing New York Times has to admit it, that masks didn't work, they're still pushing for more mask mandates. Just as they're telling you men can get pregnant. The party of science tells you men can get pregnant. The party of science tells you if you are a man and feel like you're a woman, you're a woman, biologically. It doesn't matter what you are. Biology doesn't matter. This is what, this, this is what the quote-unquote party of science is telling you. So you always have to look at what is the motivation what is the reasoning behind it? Well, power. They, they, they got kicked in the you-know-where by the courts, and they, with their tail between their legs, they had to walk away, skimper away, and, but they want that power back. They want to know they can do this to us whenever they want, and they have the blessing of the courts. And we can't allow it to happen. As I spoke about yesterday, we see what happens in Canada, in a place where there is no U.S. Constitution, where they don't have the, they don't have the, 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 uh, the fortifications we do as far as uh, our freedoms go. And you have Justin Trudeau standing there. You have Justin Trudeau standing there, if any of you have seen the video of this. He's standing there at the, at the podium talking. And behind him, about 12, 15, 20 people, all in masks, all these asshole 
liberal legislators, of course, I'm sure it's his party, all in mass as he's talking about this legislation. There was some confusion as to whether he was doing an edict saying I'm taking all the guns away. No, he's not. He's trying to push legislation. Whether it's legal or not, I don't know, but he's trying to push legislation to end gun sales. So they will be, they will be voting on it. But they're all behind him wearing masks. It's June now of 2022, and they're still all wearing masks behind him, not saying a word while the guy speaking, the guy who's having the, the germs and the spit come out of his mouth, has no mask on. Once again, I guess, I guess the Liberal Party in, in Canada is also the party of science, huh? I mean, those optics were absolutely moronic. You can't write parody like this. And there he stands, and I, you know, his very that very that very controlled, skeevy voice that it makes it makes the hairs on my on my arms stand up when I hear Justin Trudeau speak. That overly controlled, phony voice he has, overly controlled, sinister voice. I'm very calm. I'm saying this very calmly. We cannot have gun. Oh, I'm telling you, it 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 really it really freaks me out. It really freaks me out. And I'll try to find the uh, the video here. But this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with in Canada. And if just not for the U.S. Constitution, if not for the founding fathers, if not for the foresight of the founding fathers, we'd have this here too. Hey, we came very close, didn't we? We came very close. And of course, there are people on the left who would love to take your guns away. You know, they say, and I used to say it too, hey, I was guilty, man. I was guilty of saying what the left wing says is all bullshit. When the right wing says they're going to take your guns away and the left wing says, oh, you're being paranoid. Well, no, they're not. They really do want to take your guns away. Listen to them. Listen to an idiot like Joe Biden. All of a sudden thinking he's an arms expert. And of course, what he says is going to sound very logical to those who don't know anything about guns. In other words, the left It'll sound very logical to those who know nothing about guns when the president says a 9mm gun can shoot out a lung, the 22 caliber goes in the lung, and we can operate. He's full of shit. You talk to gun owners, you talk to gun enthusiasts, people who know guns, not amateurs who know nothing about guns, who speak out of their ass, and he, they'll say what he says is total nonsense. It makes no fucking sense. You could do plenty of damage with a 22 caliber. So once again, this is an old, demented fool trying to grasp at any straw he can to say he's doing something. Grasp at any straw he can to say he's doing something. Yet no one will ask him a question I asked yesterday, and Larry Elder just asked a few minutes before I came on this show, on the Hannity Show, which is, why is he allowed to be protected, and Congress is allowed to be protected, and the... the, the nine musketeers in the Supreme Court are allowed to be protected, but your children can't be protected. Why? Why can't the schools be fortified? Why do the children of Ukraine get $40 billion and the children of the United States get gots on a stick? Why? Why can't some of that money, it doesn't need to be that money, we've got so much money, why can't some money go towards fortifying our schools when all this money is going to fortify Ukraine? Thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away. People don't really like us anyway. Why? 
Why do you get to be fortified? Once again, Justin Trudeau in Canada wants to take guns away from the average citizen. But he's not saying, he's saying, but we can be protected. See, the government of Canada can be protected, right? They're not giving away their arms. So the government, the governing body can be protected. They're going to keep all their arms, all their nuclear weapons, all their military police, the police, the military, everything. So they can be, it's okay to protect the country. The country can be protected, but the citizenry, the citizenry can't be protected from criminals. That's not allowed. This is the hypocrisy of the elites, the hypocrisy of the privileged elites. We can be protected. The government can be protected. The country can be protected, but you can't be protected. We can protect ourselves. You can't protect yourself. And so this is what's happening in Canada. This is what's happening in Canada. And there, but for the grace of God, go us. Or the grace of the Constitution. Or as I said, the grace of our founding fathers. But we have a a president here who's a total moron. Where, Where... 80% 80% of the country says we're going in the wrong direction, whereas approval is between 33 and 38, depending on what poll you look at. Where he can't even get to 50% approval on any one issue. Below water on every issue. And now below water, I understand, I just heard, below water in polls in New York and California. Even in New York and California, they don't care for Joe Biden. It's absolutely pathetic. It's pathetic. Too bad we can't recall the president the way we can, we can recall school board and DAs here in California and mayors. Or too bad we don't have a, a no-confidence vote the way they do in Canada. Because this guy Biden would be gone. He'd be gonzo Alonzo. Gone. And he should be gone. Because he's totally incompetent. You know... Someone in the administration, or he asked them, he said, what can I give them now? What can I give the left now on guns? And some idiot who knows nothing about guns said, "Mm, 9mm guns, let's get rid of those. And tell them they're much more dangerous than twenty two caliber, and we don't need them because they're dangerous. And Joe Biden, knowing nothing about guns, went out and said that. Went out and said that. And gun owners... I know, said they don't know what the hell he's talking about. He made absolutely zero sense. He might as well have been, been dribbling or eating Purina while he was saying that. Because it made zero sense. Zero sense. So what do, we do, what do we do when we have a government that focuses on these trivial, stupid, idiotic things like this gun is okay, this gun's not. Masks on airplanes need to come back. We know masks don't work, but we want to bring them back anyway. It, it, it has to, the trace all goes back to the power, the authority of the government to do what they want and tell you what you have, can and cannot do. It's, the, it's a thrill. It's, maybe it's the sexual thrill of being able to tell someone, you want to do this, you wear a mask. You can buy this gun, not that gun. It must be the thr- it mu- there must be a thrill that comes. I'll, I'll never know because I've never had that kind of power. But there must be a kind of a certain eroticism <clears throat> that comes from that kind of power. Because I can't think of any other reason. And the power is so great, so great, 
that you don't care about the consequences, whether it's your own polls or your party's future or the future of the country. You don't care. You see, people like Biden and Trudeau and Gavin Newsom, and we know the roll call, right? The dearly departed Cuomo. They saw the power they had for the last two and a half years. They saw it. They saw it. It's like an S&M thing, right? It's like the sadistic sadomasochism thing, right? Where they saw the, the, the sadistic pleasure they got. They got such sadistic pleasure out of controlling people that they can't give that up. And now that it looks like it's going away, because even though Democrats don't want COVID to go away, it is just because Democrats wanted monkeypox to be an issue and it's not going to be. Then now they're saying, oh, it felt so good. Oh, that felt so good. How do we get that back? Well, we have guns now, right? That, that's, a, that's, that's an issue where they can get that power back. And now we have, you know, let's, let's bring masks back on planes. Eh, why not? And so the only way we're really – and I, I've said this for – look, I've said this for months and months now, right? I've said this since this show began. That the only way we're going to end this was – it's a two-step program here. One is by voting Democrats out of office in November, taking away their control of Congress. So starting January 3rd of, of 2023, Republicans control the House and Senate. And then in 2024, taking the White House away from them and having the Republicans control the White House and the House and Senate. That's the only way this is all going to go away. This is only the only way this is all going to go away. And that will have not only serve notice to Democrats, it will also serve notice to Republicans that they can't do the same thing or they'll be gone. It serves notice to the power elites. It serves notice to the power in general that you are not going to get away with this. You're not going to get away with stripping away our rights because it makes you feel good, because it makes you feel bigger or better. We're going to protect our kids in schools. We're going to protect our kids from these crazy left-wing teachers. Did you see that thing that just happened with the flashcards in North Carolina? It must be some kooky left – I don't know if it's a kooky left county or just a kooky left uh, professor – a teacher in a county where this was pre-K, understand, pre-kindergarten. He was teaching them colors because they're so young, they don't know colors yet. That's how young they are. They don't know colors yet. Do you remember when you were that young? I don't. I do remember pre-K though, but I don't remember not knowing colors. Anyway, I digress. They didn't know colors yet. So he was teaching them colors and he had flashcards. And, you know, white with the color white and red, red. And there were two particular flashcards that stood out. And one was a rainbow card to show the colors of the rainbow, but it was the rainbow flag. It was the gay flag. It was the GLBTQ plus whatever that flag. That's how he was teaching the colors of the rainbow. Pride flag. It actually said pride flag, I believe. So there's that indoctrination right there. And then there was one that was even worse. And that was a card that said white had a little bit of white on the card. And then there was a, a, a picture of a woman dressed in white and a man with a white shirt. And the woman's behind the man holding the man and the man has a pregnant stomach. No, not a beer belly, but a pregnant stomach. And they were both white, by the way, the people. So there's a couple of weird things about that. The weirdest one, of course, is that he's going to show a pregnant man on that flashcard. But also the fact that 
the color white seemed to be related to their faces, their they're, they're, that they're Caucasian. That's not the color white. Caucasian is not the color white. The color white is white. I can't believe I'm even talking about this. This guy is insane. But this is the kind of indoctrination we're seeing. This guy has a certain political bent, a certain sick political bent, and he's going to push it on these pre-K kids when they're the most vulnerable for this stuff. He's not going to push that on a 19-year-old. The guy's going to say, go fuck yourself. But they're pushing on the pre-K people. Pre-K kids. Look, our kids are not safe from a lot in this country. They're not safe from crazy gunmen. They're not safe from crazy teachers. Crazy school boards. Crazy people who want to put masks on them at two years old, three years old. In New York City, it's now getting to the point where it's 90, 95 and humid, and they still have these young kids in masks with sweat dripping, germs of the sweat dripping into the frickin' mask, these sick bastards. So our children are not safe at all. At all. Okay? And yet this is what exists. And the principal of this school <clears throat> didn't even know this was happening. The principal, when they were told about these cards, they said, What? And they went and found the cards and confiscated them. So we're not watching our kids. We're not being careful with our kids. We're not watching our teachers, being careful who we hire and what they teach. What they teach. I could just imagine. I could really just imagine my grandparents. If I went home and I said... Well, they're probably picking on the pre-K kids because they're probably so young they're not even going to report. You know, they're not going to report anything. They're probably, you know, probably barely speak yet. So they're not going to report this stuff. But, you know, more first, second, third graders would. And they would say, I, I, got, I came home today and I, what'd you learn today? You know, your parents, the grandparents would ask you, what'd you learn today? All the time my grandparents would ask me. I'm sure your grandparents and your parents would ask you, what'd you learn all the time? Maybe parents need to start asking that question again. Maybe parents stopped asking that question. What did you learn today? So they imagine that you go home and you go, oh, I learned the colors. Oh, yeah. Well, how'd you learn them? Oh, well, I learned that a pregnant man is white and the, the, the uh, gay flag is, is the rainbow. I can't just imagine what my grandparents would do if I told them that. <clears throat> the teacher would not be happy. That's for sure. But we need to really start asking our kids that question again, I think. What did you learn in school today? Maybe these parents did. I'm not quite sure how these parents found out about this. So it, it had to be something to do with the – it had to be something with, to do with the kids. Uh, I know there was definitely a photo taken of the card. So maybe the kids did report it. I don't know. But they found out. Luckily, they found out. And it could have been simply asking them what they learned in school today. It's just a very important question, especially nowadays with this indoctrination and these teachers wanting to push their political bent on our kids. Their, their incredible uh, wokeness. It's gone past PC. We say political correctness. It's, it's, it's woke, this incredibly sick wokeness on children. But once again, it goes back to our priorities. The White House isn't prioritizing this kind of stuff. They're not prioritizing making sure your children are taught correctly. Basic math, basic English, the old-fashioned way, without any kind of political indoctrination. 
And you know if this happened in one place we're hearing about, it happened in many places that we're not hearing about. Now, this was reported on Fox News. I don't know if it was reported anywhere else. Probably not. Just like when you're watching CNN, MSNBC, they're not going to report about situations where people with guns stop horrible things from happening. Like there was an event just a couple of days after the Uvalde massacre where some one went into some kind of an event, a wedding or a celebration or a graduation or something, a room with a lot of people with a, with a weapon, and a woman there that had a weapon, a good person with a gun, killed them. Stop them from committing mass murder. But you're not going to hear about these stories. And you know they happen quite often, but you never hear about them. You'll hear about the mass shootings. You won't hear about when the mass shooter is, is neutralized before they do something wrong. Because that's not in the narrative of the left. The left doesn't like that narrative. The left doesn't like the good guy with the gun narrative, even though it may be true quite often. They don't, that's not their narrative. That kills their narrative of all guns have to be gone. That kills their narrative. And like I said, it's so easy to fool them because most on the left don't know anything about guns. They don't like guns. They don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about guns. So when you say something like a nine millimeter is very dangerous, 21 calibers are okay, they believe that stuff. They just believe it. They go, oh, that sounds, that sounds good. Oh, that sounds fair. Oh, yeah, get rid of those 9mm guns. When they've never held one, they've never seen one, they don't know what the bullet looks like, they don't know what it does, they don't know how often it's been used in shootings, they don't know anything. Anything. And yet they live in cities like Chicago and L.A. and New York where the crime is through the roof. And they say, oh, those crazy right-wingers with their guns, and you go to the, the cities run by Republicans and there's low crime. You go to New Hampshire where there are very few gun laws and there's low crime. You go to Chicago where there are strict gun laws and there's high crime. Look, I'm talking – what am I – am I talking to the convert? Am I talking to a wall? It's the same thing with masks. We told them for years the correlations and that masks weren't working. We told them. We told them that places with mask mandates had no fewer cases, sometimes more cases than places where not. We told them this, and they didn't care about the facts. Just like they don't care that New Hampshire has low crime and Chicago has high crime. They don't care. Their narrative is everything to them. They don't care about facts. They don't care about evidence. So how do you negotiate with people? What's your starting point? When a whole cult of people, the, left, the Democrat left, believes that facts don't matter. Only their emotions matter. Only their feelings matter. Only their ingrained narrative matters. Nothing else. How do, you how do you start a negotiation process with those people? That's what I want to know. How do you start a negotiation process with those kinds of people? Because they, they start it at a starting point that doesn't even make any sense in reality, right? If their starting point is get rid of 9mm guns, or their starting point is, you know, they think they know the difference in assault weapons, and they don't. They don't, it, it doesn't make any sense. So you can't, the assault weapons thing, like I said, they really believe the assault weapons ban worked. And when you look at the facts of how many assault weapons were used in mass shootings before, during, and after the assault weapons ban, it's about the same. Shootings didn't go down or up with them. So people still used them if they wanted and didn't use them if they didn't want. This will always be the case. But they don't care about facts. So if you're not, if you're not, if, if facts are impervious, if you're impervious to the facts, 
There's really no negotiating. You have to believe in reality, people. You have to believe in facts and evidence. You know, Biden is so out of it. When it comes to gun control, he says, I can't dictate this stuff. It's up to Congress. But he dictated masks and vaccines, did he not? And he's going to the courts now to dictate masks on planes and in your, in your bus system, on your bus system. So here's a guy who's so out of it. He says he can't dictate, he can't dictate the guns, but he can dictate the masks and the vaccines. When the fact is he can't dictate any of it, okay? Something in his head says he can dictate one and not the other. He can't. But not, not, just to not even have the wherewithal to think, I'm saying I can't dictate guns, we need legislation, how that does not compute to what we've been saying for two and a half years, that he can't dictate masks and vaccine and vaccine mandates and vaccine passports, they have to be legislated. How it doesn't compute to him is stunning. Absolutely stunning. Rob Astorino on Twitter says, as it soars into the mid-90s today, remember that daycare and pre-K kids in New York City, daycare and pre-K kids again, we don't care about them obviously, are inexplicably still being forced to wear masks. Rob Astorino is saying when he's governor, all the mandates are gone. Godspeed, Rob Astorino. I would vote for you if I could. Rob Astorino, New York governor. We need more common sense people. Tomorrow I'll, I'll pull up. I'm sorry. I got too much into this today. Tomorrow I'll pull up the Trudeau speech on guns. Just to once again show what a shkivuz the man is. What a petty dictator he is. Or certainly would like to be. But that's been our hump day show. Our Wednesday show. Our beginning of June show. I want to thank you for listening. This has been a Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. And remember, always remember. Vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you tomorrow.